0: What's up, guys? On the Tracks Podcast, Episode 1. We got some great feedback from Episode 0, so we decided, uh, yeah, we're going to stick this out, and we're going to continue moving forward with these podcasts. I'm the Chief. I'm a Mixer streamer. Um, people say with how many video games we've been playing lately that I'm turning into a nerd. Uh, I guess we'll we'll see about that. Hey, everyone. My name is Tommy Nash. I come from a gaming background where I've been playing most
1: of my life, and I love discussing news surrounding it all. I'm a streamer on Twitch, by the way
0: so as you guys know we had that big big talk yesterday about mixer versus twitch um we discussed so much about that so we're gonna have a little bit of recap then we're gonna move into what we're playing the chief and nation what games are we excited about and then the big topic of this stream is going to be the do's and don'ts of streaming now i'm not a mixer i'm not a mixer partner tom isn't a twitch partner he's a twitch affiliate i have almost four five thousand followers um should you be taking our word for it? I don't know, but we're just two voices. So I'm a streamer. He's a streamer. I'm a viewer. He's a viewer. We're just going to tell you what we do and what we don't like. And we'll go from there. So I guess to first start off, let's let's go over with this recap from our last stream. Yep. Um, I think there were two things in regards to Twitch that we wanted to touch base on. They were the ads and the subs. Um, do you, uh, you want to yeah. touch base on that?
1: Yeah. So one of the main main points I brought up in the last podcast episode was the ads and uh, whether or not, as a subscriber, if you had to see these ads or not, um, I know with them rolling out Twitch Prime, um, they think that with with all the with all the rewards they give you for using Twitch Prime, that they could show the ads uh, no matter what. But if you subscribe to a certain channel, that tra- that streamer can choose whether or not he wants uh, to place the ads for his subscribers. So there's some streams that won't have any advertisements if the streamer uh, check, check boxes to turn off the uh, ads for the subscribers. But if you're just a viewer and you haven't subscribed, you'll always get those advertisements. Another thing is, we were talking about Mixer and how one of the advantages it has is, is the uh, the sparks that it gives you. Well, Twitch just came out with the news. We predicted
0: the future! <laughs>
1: They just came out with the news about uh, a day or two ago that they have Twitch channel points. These can be used on channel rewards that the streamer has enabled or added themselves. So there's like a few examples where they can unlock random sub emotes. Uh, They can choose an emote to unlock for like 24 hours if they want to use it. Or like another thing they can do is highlight their message so they can make their message be more seen in the chat.
0: So yeah, so I'm sure that stuff's definitely that those are definitely going to evolve those channel points, which are similar like the sparks. And we did touch base on them. I I, again, we we can't make this up. We we recorded this prior to these twitch points coming out. And like I said, we did predict the future. Um, One of the things I wanted to kind of go back on uh, is discussing for the mixer is we gave a lot of is mixer making money? What are they doing? How are they going to make money? They're paying Ninja, all this and that. And I mean, at the end of the day, Microsoft is a huge company. So I did go online. It's a publicly traded company. I went online. I did a little bit of research of my own. And I did look for any revenue or anything I can get for how Mixer's doing. And uh couldn't get any of that information. But some of the interesting things I did find, and I have a couple quotes that I want to read from their 2017 annual review and their 2018 annual performance review as well, is... Uh, 2017 they said we are innovating in gaming with new services such as mixer so you know they're they're just talking about this innovation and they're just getting into this Um, the launch of mixer service in may of 2017 we continue to open new opportunities for customers to engage both on and off console so you know they they referred to that uh lightning uh almost real time you know how it's uh, creating that engaging there um probably the big one that I wanted to point out here is in twenty eighteen they said we are investing in new services like Mixer, which blur blurs the lines between watching and playing. So they're investing. And that's at the end of the day, that's what Mixer is for Microsoft. It's an investment. Right now they're not looking to make money. And I again I couldn't find any information on if they are or they aren't, but we're speculating that they're not, but they're not looking to make money. They're just gonna keep pushing money and pushing money and their their grand grand scheme of things what's the end game not sure but this is an investment for them so they're not going to be making that money right off right off right off the get-go
1: it's microsoft they got all the money they need yeah they got quite a bit
0: okay so let's go ahead you know we gave that little bit of that recap we're gonna jump into our uh, what we've been playing what we're excited for and uh, we'll go from there. I know one of the big new games. I don't know if you would call it new, but uh, Wild Classic, right, Tom? You're you're the expert here.
1: Yeah. So Wild Classic just came out uh, last week, and I'm pretty much addicted to it. The servers just opened up. I think it was Tuesday of last week, and the queue times to get in were ridiculous. I mean, you had to wait five hours, even longer for certain servers to even just get in and play. Uh, They ended up not crashing at all, but the servers got really laggy, and I mean, I'm having an amazing time right now playing it. I'm addicted. Uh, I'm level th- almost level 30 right now, so it's, it's definitely taken up a lot of my time, and it will for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, and for me, if you guys probably don't know, but you're going to learn pretty quickly, I am a Call of Duty fanatic. I absolutely love Call of Duty. I love the franchise. I love everything about it. And... So we're we're streaming early this uh we're, you're streaming. We're uh, recording this podcast early this week. Normally we'll record them on Fridays. Tom is uh headed out to Vegas, so we're Vegas, on, baby. We're on a Tuesday here that we're recording this one. So the beta is coming out this weekend for PlayStation. Both Tom and I have played in the alpha. Uh I enjoyed it a lot and the beta is coming up this weekend for PlayStation. Then it's going to be rolling out for Xbox. Uh, the following weekend uh, again, if you pre ordered it, you'll get it on Thursday, Friday, you know, there's, there's a whole table that you can look up online for it. But um, I can't express how excited I am for this call of duty after playing the alpha. I mean, we played that two V two and that was, I mean, it was very, very enjoyable.
1: Yeah. It seems like it's one of the more realistic call of duties. I love how all the guns are real. Uh, they're not made up and it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. I really love the, uh, the new engine they provided with this game.
0: I think realistic is the key word there. Uh, The game is very realistic. Now you're still going to have your stupid Call of Duty corner glitch where you're running around. How did he shoot me? I was already around the corner. I mean, that's just that's built in the game. That's just it's just the way it is. But realistic is such a it's. I I, I'm glad you said that word because I probably wouldn't have thought of that. I mean, that is it it is a realistic game, and that's what we needed to do. We needed to get back to this realistic, not this jumping around jetpacks, all that stuff. They went to the futuristic. This is what the franchise needed. They needed to bring it back. This is what all of the Call of Duty players have been asking for. And having played the Alpha, my bar, my expectations were set so freaking high. And the Alpha met them. So again, going into this beta weekend, I'm really excited for it. And the bar is set even higher having played the Alpha. So they only really have room to disappoint me. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I just want to clarify. When we're saying realistic, we mean... The guns are real. The settings are real.
1: I, I mean, in the end, it's still a call of duty game where, I mean, you're going to die to one or two hits of a deagle or whatever, but the guns are real. The settings are real. And it's, I mean, the storyline, I'm sure I, I can't wait to play the campaign for it. It's, it's a boots on the ground game. There's no flying, no jetpacks, like chief said, and it's, it's just going to be an amazing game.
0: So let's go out well, one more game. We want to touch base on here. And, uh, this is Gears 5. Uh, I'm not a big Gears player. I've played uh, Gears Ultimate, Gears 4. I've played through some of the campaigns. Uh, Tom is more of a big Gears player, so he'll lead this one. But um, we did have the opportunity. Tom and I did play it together over the weekend. So uh, if you want to take it, Tom? Yeah, there's, there's just basically one thing I want to
1: say about Gears. If you're a Gears fan and always have been a Gears fan, you're going to enjoy this game. It's just like all the other ones. They've improved some things. It feels a little different. But in the end, it's a Gears game. What I really want to mention about this is the uh, Ultimate Game Pass. If you pay $2 for two months, you get the Gears Ultimate Edition, where you got to play a week early. The actual release day is today, so you get the full game of Gears, plus all the extra content that the Ultimate Edition comes for, which I think is like $70, $80, and you get it for $2 for two months, and then what the ultimate game pass really excels on is you can play on pc and xbox and it comes with an xbox live gold subscription and you're only paying two dollars for two months and then it's 15 bucks a month after that which is five dollars more than you're paying for gold anyway
0: yeah i mean it. it is a no-brainer i i looked it up i saw this and i said i started scratching my head i said I said, this can't be right. I mean, I, I went and upgraded. It took a a backlog of all my, you know, if you do have any current gold, uh, running, I had a year of gold in my counter 11 months left. They convert that all over. Uh, I went and purchased it and I'm, I'm good till August of 2020 that I have my ultimate pass, which is awesome. And I looked at Tom, I said, this this is a no brainer. You should do this. And we both did it. And we're, I mean, it's, it's exciting. Uh, the Blair Witch games on there. I'm very excited. I'm going to be playing that. Uh, there's tons of games on Game Pass. I mean, they're over a hundred. Yeah, think? there's I definitely
1: mean, over a hundred, and I th- I think there's there's w- way over thirty or for the PC alone. Uh, Xbox is definitely gonna have a lot more, but they're adding more to PC now every day.
0: Yeah, so um, taking the next step here, uh, we're started getting a little interactive with some of the. Like I said, we've gotten positive feedback for this, so we've been reaching out and wanted to get some input from everybody else and I'll say it on the tracks community that we're hopefully growing here. And we had two questions come up. We asked, does anybody have any questions that we want, that they want answered? So there were two things that came up and the first one I'm not as knowledgeable with, so I'm going to have Tom answer this one. It was with, uh, the EA sports loop boxes. What what exactly is the word for that or how? Uh, um, yeah. So,
1: uh recently with the loot boxes for EA they're calling it surprise mechanics. Uh what they're saying is when you're when you're opening up a loot box, it's more of the surprise factor and it's not gambling as much because it's it makes people happy to see that they're getting a a legendary item or an epic item in their loot boxes. Um another thing is Apex Legends really played it off when they had their um iron crown event where they didn't say anything about it and then they showed all these trailers of all these cool skins you can get and then when it launched there was over 200 dollars worth of skins that you had to purchase you were able to get two items for free at random through a loot box their surprise mechanics and then you had to pay the rest of the way if you wanted to get every item you had to pay over 200 dollars, and people were outraged about this i mean I was one of them because I was super excited for this event. I wanted to get all these cool skins that they were showing off. And then I realized that I'm not going to spend all this money for these skins that I thought were really cool. You were able to earn uh two free packs and then you were able to get like an extra side currency to unlock like um maybe like a main menu song or like a banner for one of your characters or something, but it was nothing crazy. And then like I said just the the amount of money you had to pour into this game to get these cool items is
0: just is absurd. Yeah, and w- one of the big things that everybody was praising about Apex Legends, oh, it's a free game, it's a free game and uh I mean, yes, it's a free game, but they're going to try to make money and they're going to do anything to make money. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what all these these free games. I mean, Fortnite is, I don't even want to talk about how much money I've spent in Fortnite alone. I mean, they're free games, but they they find a way to get money out of you. They they and- do
1: and that's a thing i like i I don't mind spending a couple bucks here and there for a free game. I mean it's free it's a, it, apex legends is a great game, but what they did was they increased their loot box price by seven times so instead of paying one dollar for a loot box, which is how it usually is, you had to pay seven dollars to open one, and there was fourteen of them and then after that, you got the chance to spend thirty five dollars to open up an heirloom for one of your characters. Uh, I I could be wrong on those numbers. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think, I think I said them all correctly though, but either way, we want to thank Maddie C for asking that question.
0: So our second question that we had come in, uh, and it was an interesting one. And I actually had some, uh, philosophical thinking about it, or maybe linking the big picture here together. Uh, why is Minecraft so popular right now? And I, i've never played minecraft i personally think it's too nerdy of a game for me but i just found myself before this question even came out i did see a couple of my friends playing and i was thinking you know maybe maybe the game is worth a shot but why why is that coming up i mean the game has been out for how long now but now it's making a surge back where it's very popular on mixer it's been uh, out for a long time and it's been very popular on twitch as well i mean there's been a lot of people playing it and a lot of new faces playing it uh A few of my friends that have never played it before, they're starting to get into it. And I think it's just that second life of it is why you're seeing some people. Um, One of the big reasons I'm thinking on Mixer is you'll see Ninja playing it. And what is the hugest news about Mixer right now? Oh, Ninja's on Mixer. So you have all these streamers on Mixer and they're saying, oh my God, Ninja's playing this. I have to play this game too. That's where all the viewers are. This is what I have to do. And I think his influence... And I'm pretty sure that's probably what Microsoft was going for at the end of the day. I mean, they own, they own, uh, Minecraft, uh, they purchased Minecraft yep. for, I think it was crazy number, like, uh, 2.5 billion. They purchased it and, you know, they have the title, they have the game. And, uh, now you have, they brought Ninja over. He's a little bit of an influencer. So I wonder if, you know, Microsoft's and ninjas. ear saying, Hey. You should be playing Minecraft. You should give a day to Minecraft and Yeah, who who knows if their contract included, hey, you gotta pay my mi- or you gotta play Minecraft or once a month, once a week. Who knows? Certain games you gotta play. I mean, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know about, but we can only speculate on.
1: There there are some things like PewDiePie, I mean, he he's a big YouTuber. He's one of the biggest YouTubers. He has over a hundred million subscribers. Uh, but the thing is with him, like he recently just started playing Minecraft and uploading minecraft videos daily he was he was against minecraft for a while and then he went and started playing it and he loves it so he he's constantly coming out with new content another thing is uh keemstar for those of you who know who he is he started his uh the minecraft mondays that someone suggested to him and that drew in uh streaming celebrities such as ninja and i know there's a few others a lot of uh streamers especially on Twitch I noticed that most of the people who used to play Fortnite they might be they might be upset with it nowadays and they're playing Minecraft instead because it's a more casual game you play it with all your friends
0: Yeah so I mean that's our input on Minecraft again I said I've never played it I've played Ark Survival it's it seems like it could be one of those addictive addictive games Um we want to thank uh Franchise GFX for that one All right, guys, well, we're going to go to our first commercial break here. Uh, If you noticed last time, we didn't have any filler for the commercial. Uh, We did that by design. So we're going to go to our first commercial break here. And when we get back, we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of streaming. That's our big topic. That's going to be exciting. Welcome back, guys. So here we are. We're going to be getting into our big topic that we wanted to talk about is the do's and don'ts of streaming. And let me tell you where we got the idea to discuss this from. So one of the ideas that we're going to be implementing on this podcast is we want to do a stream review where we're going to take one person stream, go throughout the week. We're going to one time, we're going to sit down, we're going to watch them for about a half hour to an hour, and we're going to get a feel for them. We're going to, you know, I'm not going to use the word critique, but it's a review. We're going to say the things we do like the things we don't like from this stream. and. um who knows? Maybe somebody listening to this will be the person being reviewed. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe it's your favorite streamer. We're not sure, but that's kind of where we got this idea from. And we try to cram it in because, you know, we just posted this podcast, uh, posted episode zero, uh, a day ago. And here we are recording episode one now because of Tommy going to Vegas. And, um, we tried to do this last night. We're like, all right, yeah, let's, let's go do this review. And we're kind of looking around. We're like, all right, well, we were kind of like chickens with our head cut off. We didn't know what to do. We were like, well, should we, should we ask for permission for the people to use them in the podcast? Is that going to seem like we're trying to promote the podcast? And we were, we were back and forth. We didn't really know what to do. We said, all right, all right, all right. Let's put the brakes on this. And why don't we just talk about what we're, what we do and don't like in streaming? Uh, What we think is good, what we think is bad. And I mean, we don't have all this scripted out and written down. So there's the chance that I'm going to start saying something. Tom's going to say, well, I kind of do like that. And, um, so we're going to go, we're just going to dive into it. We're going to just kind of have our more candid conversation here as you know, on the tracks is meant to be just that candid conversation of with you guys listening.
1: And, uh, one more thing before we kind of dive into it, if you guys want your stream reviewed or, you know, somebody who does, or even if you want to nominate someone who, who you want to see us review their stream, let us know. We'll
0: look into it. Yeah, for sure. And we're, hopefully that could become a weekly segment we're going to put in here. Um, so probably one of the first things and one of the biggest things I get all the time when I'm streaming is people come in, I don't have any followers. What could I do? I don't have any of this. What could I do? I, I, I stream for 10 hours and I get one viewer. What could I do? And probably one of the biggest things when you're first starting out is networking. Um, I, it's, I can't, I can't explain how big networking actually is. And there's, I want to, we want to discuss what networking actually is because what is, what is that big word of networking? So for me, networking, I would say is making friends in your community, in the games you play, on the platforms you use. So let's go over these do's and don'ts in networking. Um, So probably one of the biggest don'ts, and I love jumping into this one, are my two favorite letters and my one favorite number. (laughs) F4F, I cannot stand that. Um, People, I I, I just, it's lazy. It, it's the laziest thing you could possibly do, and I'm not saying it's not a valid way for you to expand and get people to at least see your channel or it, it, the the fact that you can't even type out follow for follow that you're just going to type in f for f. That sums up what a person who does f for f is, and I'm not bashing against it because there's I've seen people grow and network and network in that way, and it has worked for them. But just being the lazy of f for f is it, that that defines it because when you're going to networking. Don't go into a channel and just type F for F scroll through your channel and similar to what we were doing last night. Oh, well, who do we want to watch? Who do we want to look at and find somebody who's playing a game you like, maybe you like their, what, you know, their camera, their layout, whatever it is. Do you like their stream title and go into their channel and talk with them? See if you like this person, get, get to know them. You can learn a lot about a streamer in the first, probably I would say minute, two minutes of you just saying a couple words. How yep. quickly they respond to you. And these are all things we're going to get into of these do's and don'ts of streaming and just, just talk with them, H- have a little bit of conversation. That's going to help build that friendship. And that's what I'm going to call it because I've made a ton of friends. I'm going to use the word friends that I've made a ton of friends through streaming that I'd never in a million years, if you would ask me this five years ago, 10 years ago, if I would be making friends online, playing video games, never in a million years, but I've made a ton of friends now through networking.
1: There's another thing, like if you're doing follow for follow, you're going to have a thousand followers, but you're going to have two viewers. Uh, These people are just following you so they can get a follow back. So they're not going to come into your stream and check it out most of the time, 90 percent of the time. I've seen people with like five hundred to a thousand followers, but they only have like three viewers because all they do is F for F the entire time.
0: Yeah, I've seen crazy amount of follow. I've seen like, you know, two thousand followers with a thousand total channel views. I mean that's that's absurd, yeah that's channel just,
1: views are a big thing to demonstrate whether or not they're doing follow for follow, and you want to kind of avoid those people
0: so you know just so we're gonna that's that's what we want to touch base there with a the follow for follow um a big one that we also have on here is a social media presence I mean be active on social media that was one of the biggest things that helped helped me grow uh when Call of Duty came out, I would play all play all day, play all night whatever you want to call it, whenever I was getting on the stream. I would play, and when I got done, it was very annoying because, number one, you're tired. You want to go to bed, but I got done. I would go over and pull up my stream. I would go through, clip out all, you know, whatever. Oh, my sixth night, my this shot, whatever, anything crazy that happened. Clip it all out. Make a little clip. Dump it up on social media and let people see. Kind of get let them get a taste for it. So you got to build that network on social media, and you got to put content out there the same way you need the stream in order for people to see it. So that's that's where I'm thinking with social media uh Tommy, you want to touch base I know you're a little more active on Twitter than I am so
1: I mean I use Twitter daily or at least I try to but uh you just want to try to engage with the people
0: who are following you by uh and give I them mean, a like give them a retweet I mean yeah, it goes a long way it really does
1: you want to check out their profiles message their things see how they're doing with their day rather than just uh worrying about your own the entire time there's some there's some uh twitter posts out there i see that i mean you don't want to explode your twitter to have a post every 10 minutes because that's not going to do anything for you but you want to have an engaging post maybe throw some gifts in there make it look exciting fun enjoyable and just try to grab the people's attention so they want to respond to you they want to click on your links they want to go to your channel
0: yeah, and there's a ton of teams and communities and there's a bunch of different things for this. I mean, there you can go to, you know, Call of Duty specific ones and you can look for people and you know, look look up hashtags, you know. Hashtag call of duty, hashtag top cod plays, and anything, you know, and you'll see all these people who are posting that. You hashtag mixer streamer, you know, you got all these different things that, that hashtags really are a wonderful thing. They're gonna help you a lot with trying to find a community outside of just on your stream. Because you kind of need to grow both. Yes, if you start growing your stream, you're growing that network. Well, yes, yeah, some people are going to follow you, but you also got to realize the impact that social media is going to have. Because you're going to have people on there that don't even know about your stream and say, "Oh, you you stream? Let me let me come check you out." You know, that's so that's that's what we're going to sum up as networking. I would say. I mean, do you have anything I, else yeah, you wanna... I
1: mean, uh, just another thing to add with like the social media presence. Make sure you use those hashtags because, I, I mean especially the trending ones people click on that they want to see what people are talking about with a certain subject and uh you can get a following from that uh i've got to say that hashtags are one of my weaknesses i definitely don't use them enough but they are a great way to get people from who aren't following you to recognize you another thing is you might want to avoid using all those retweet accounts uh maybe when you're starting out they could be useful they could show some people your, your Twitter account in general. But, uh, when you're, when you start streaming on a daily, weekly basis, you don't want to use these retweet accounts every time you go live because it's just clogging up the Twitter. Um, uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I agree. And Tommy said, you don't use your hashtags as much in case you're wondering, that's the, the number symbol. That's, that is what a hashtag actually is. Pound. You pound the number symbol. <laughs> Just thought we touch base there. All right, guys, let's go ahead. And uh, so again, you get that, you get that big question of, I don't have anybody following me. I don't have anybody watching me. Well, one of the big things, presentation. And there's a ton that we can get into this. But the big thing is it's, it's probably presentation of who you are is probably the big one. It's your own persona. We'll call it. Um, Are you cocky? Are you really good at the game? Like I'll, I'll use Ship for an example. I I go in his streams and he doesn't really. He's not. Very, I mean, not to say he's not talkative. I'm not going to be trying to talk down on him or anything. But he's one of those kids who's really good at, really, really good at Fortnite, and that's all he needs. He's the best. He's the best player at Fortnite on Xbox. He's hands down the best. Statistically, he is the best. That's all he needs. So he's able to build his community off of that. So maybe you're really good at the game. Maybe that's your persona. Um, maybe you're really entertaining. Maybe you're, you know, you're funny. You're a goofball. You crack jokes. You, you, you're terrible at video games, but you're you're funny at it. You, you know, you get angry. You know, people. Maybe maybe that's your persona, AKA Chief. Hey, no. Um, maybe that you're you're looking at you're looking at it from a little bit of a different perspective of what are you actually trying to get out of this stream? And maybe it's you're more focused on giving back. Uh, I see a lot of people that do that where their their main focus is on donating what they make, donating this and, you know, giving back. And, you know, you have the, are you, are you a helpful person? You know, there's all these different personas you could have. So it, really showing what that is, is it's really important, I think. And that's probably one of the biggest things for presentation, but there's a lot that we can get into for this. Um, we have your mood. So I, I, I probably should include that in persona, but how you act is gonna portray who you are so much. I mean, if you're you're grumpy on stream, your stream is gonna they're not gonna be fun. If you're having a good time, your stream is going to have a good time. Uh, you can get into being a little professional. Uh, I probably lagged behind on this with looking with graphics and transitions, but I think Tom, you you have it down pretty nice. I mean, yours is, I yours mean, looks good. It Looks professional.
1: I definitely uh, got some. I spent a lot of time getting my graphics and overlays up and running. Uh, another thing is the transitions so so when I'm streaming I have a starting screen that counts down from five minutes And then when that's done, I do like a, a nice fade transition into the main scene where I welcome everybody uh, The main scene I have I have graphics above uh, a couple below And the alerts the alerts that pop up like new follower new subscriber. They're They're pretty well done These I mean, you're not gonna find these things for free most of the time. There are some places that have these uh, packages for streamers for
0: free, but... But that that's that's cookie cutter, then, in a sense. I mean, everybody's going to have that. So you do want to give yourself that little bit of a uniqueness. You don't want to just have the same thing as everybody else. But to start out, I mean, when you're first starting out streaming, um, I'm going to recommend, and I, I say this all the time for people, don't go out and, you know, don't don't go out and buy a camera, buy an Elgato, buy a computer put you know hundreds of dollars into logos and transitions and all this stuff because you don't even know if you like it take take the chief approach how i started i streamed without a i streamed without a camera the very first time i ever streamed i went on and i was like oh this is kind of cool like i didn't have anybody watch me didn't have anybody come and watch nobody was talking but i was like this is kind of cool if anybody was talking i'd be able to see them this is cool i said let me go get a camera so i got a camera i plugged it in and i streamed old school mixer style camera plugged in and that's all that's all my stream was no fancy overlays none of this I did that for three or four months then I said all right let's get us let's get us in elgato Let, let's 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 step this up let's start playing with the big boys starting
1: to really enjoy this I'm
0: really enjoying this let's play with the big boys and then just slowly okay now let's get a graphics let's start getting transitions and you know it doesn't have to be let's do this all up front but I will say the more professional you look the more likely somebody is going to click on your channel the more likely somebody will say ooh, this this guy he's got everything together let's 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 see what he's all about or you know you got these fancy transitions countdowns all that stuff i mean it, it can aid because that's that's what professionals do and that's what people want they they're professionals for a reason and people want to see what professionals they want to they want to see professionals end of the day they like
1: to look at a pretty stream and that that even goes as far as the qualities of your stream and your Are you showing it at 720p, 30 frames? Are you showing it at 1080, at 60? I mean, what's your bitrate at, your audio bitrate? You you just want to make your stream look good. You want to have people... I mean, you want to have them watch a high-quality stream and not something that's very pixely.
0: Yeah, and I'm just going to throw this in here right now. If you guys are listening to this and you're streamers and you're having problems, please come to me or Tom. Um... I've pulled my hair out so much over the past year. I mean, I just now we we're we we're setting up uh, noise gates and stuff on the microphone so we weren't picking each other up, and I'm getting aggravated. I'm like, this isn't working, and it, 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 that's the what it is. It's aggravating. So don't pull your hair out because we already did. We'll help you guys out. That I mean, we're we're very helpful individuals, and if not, I can point you in the right direction to people who can. So let's keep on moving forward here. I was touching base how I kind of went old school. Plug the camera in, and that was it. So a lot, a lot of people can afford a camera who are streaming. I mean, that's the bottom line. I see a lot of that where, oh, I want to get a camera, but I just don't have the money for it yet. I mean, do you think a camera is needed for streaming?
1: I feel like nowadays you kind of do need a camera for streaming. Uh, there, There are some very successful streamers out there that don't use one, but they've been in the game for a long time. Nowadays, uh, if you're streaming and you don't have a camera, people might not even decide to click on you because they don't know who they're talking to. They don't know what you look like. And when they see your face and you talking and you engaging with them personally, it makes them want to engage with you more.
0: Yeah, um, I'm one of those people where if I'm scrolling through on Mixer or Twitch and I don't see a camera up, I will not click on it. I am I a very interactive person. I want to see who I'm talking to. And it's like you said there's people who get partnered in all this stuff without cameras, but for me, I want to see a camera. I I want to see you. Who who are you? I can hear who you are, but I want to see who you are as well. And that's that's what that's what live streaming is. That's what makes it so great. You get people, you you know you can put a green screen up, you you got their camera, their face overlaid right on the game. You see them. Or you kind of get a little personal level of them too where, you know, you don't need a green screen. You don't need that. Uh, I don't think Mix, or Ninja uses a green screen. He just has nope, his... Nope, he doesn't. What, I don't even know what it's called. His lair, ninja yeah, lair. Yeah, he, uh, he whatever. has he's his got Red Bull. Decorated. He's got his Red Bull thing back yep. there, you know. And, I mean, be a, little, you know, be a little presentable when you're doing that, right? So make sure you don't got your dirty clothes hanging out in the background because nobody wants to see that. We don't want to see your your bed unmade if you're streaming in front of your bed. Tidy up a little bit. And, you know, look professional. Because at the end of the day, you know, you look good and you stream good. That's what I'm going to say. But with that being said,
1: we do have to say that some people are definitely more comfortable when they're not on camera. And and that's okay. You don't necessarily need a camera. But me and Chief both agree that it's preferred. Uh, there's there's some people I know that they they just feel like they're able to say whatever they want better with no camera because they don't have anything holding them back. They're able to express themselves more
0: and that, that's okay. That's a very good point. I mean, it is a comfort level thing and maybe it takes a, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, you know, however many hours of streaming without a camera to say, you know what, I'm ready. Let me, let me get on the camera now. I'm comfortable in front of the camera. And it, it is, it is a big thing, you know, I mean, cause whatever you're doing, you're broadcasting it to the world. Now, granted, you may have one, two, five, ten, a hundred, you know, a thousand people watching, but there's the potential for the whole world to be watching, especially if it's something you're recording and saving. I mean, it's going to be there forever. So make sure whatever you're doing, you're not going to be embarrassed of. Uh, I, I say that and there's quite a few things that I could think of that I've done that uh, I don't know if I'd use the word embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some things that it, it, funny. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm embarrassed by any of the stuff I do. But I do some things that I'm like, you know, I'm going to look back on this and say, "You're such an idiot." But hey, the community loves it, so that's why I do it. And I love doing it too. Um, I guess let's continue on this dos and don'ts of streaming. I mean, we touched based on networking, presentation, who you are is a huge one. Cameras, I mean, do you need do you need a camera? Is that important? Um, the communication and interacting with your community. And that's a big one for Mixer that we touched on. And now Twitch has as well. How engaging you are and how easily you can engage with your viewers when they come to watch. And that, that's a huge one for me. Um I'm one of the biggest things I told myself when I started streaming was I'm I'm very personable and I'm going to I'm going to talk. I'm going to continue to talk. I'll talk to anybody and I enjoy it. So when I get a new person in there I love it's it's like meeting them for the first time. So you want to you want to know questions you want they're going to ask questions about you you're going to ask questions about them and you're going to build that bond that friendship which is it's exciting so be engaging and when i say engaging i i see this sometimes and i don't know how you feel about this tom but where there's some bots that'll tell you somebody's in in your stream right yep i
1: actually just witnessed that like last week i i joined someone's stream just to watch them and they go oh, uh, the bot said that Tommy Nation is in, in the channel. How's it going, Tommy Nation? And then and then you feel like you need to reply to them. I mean, sometimes you just want to sit there, watch what they're doing, and enjoy their gameplay. You don't always have to be present in the chat. And the bots that kind of go out and let the viewer know or let the streamer know that you're in their channel, it's not necessary.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. And some people do enjoy that where it's, oh, you know, I feel important, but there's some that are going to get put on the spot and I not everybody likes not everybody likes to be on the spot. I mean, I'm sometimes I go in the stream and somebody calls me out and I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm out of here. Like uh, you didn't, you didn't need to say that. Sometimes I go on the stream and somebody calls me out and I'm like, Hey, what's up. So, I mean, I'm one of those people 50, 50 on that, but there's the chance that you're going to turn people away by doing that. So not a hundred percent sure if it's needed, but talking with your viewers is a huge one. If they say something in your chat, you better respond to them. Yep. I'm not you're... saying it's it's like if they say, hey, how are you doing? And you're just going to ignore them. I can guarantee. Say goodbye to that viewer. They're, they're going to if you just don't respond, they're just. Now, maybe that's part of who you are and you're not. And that's what you're trying to build. But people, they want to interact. They want to talk. I mean, that's that's a big one. So do us a favor and engage 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 so here we are coming up to our last big topic that we want to talk about and it's a big one for me and it's uh donations now i for one and if you know anything about my community of me i i i don't i don't display it i don't say hey you know, donation. Give me this. Give me this. I, I don't ask for it. I never. I never once do. I would rather people put their money towards something. Something else. I mean. Now there are people that do, and I am so grateful for it. But at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm not up there plastering and saying, "Oh, give me this donation." You know, hey, donate, 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 yeah, and make
1: sure you subscribe to me. I need the money.
0: Yeah, it, it's almost like it's almost like in phases, though, because I could recall a time where I was thinking, like, "Oh man, I can make money doing this. This is so cool." Like oh, yeah, you know, you you don't forget to donate, this and that. And, like, it's exciting and it's new, but that that phases off pretty quick. I mean, I don't think it's something that should be... I don't know if begging's the word because I don't want to make it seem like you're out there, like, panhandling, trying to get money, because you're not. I mean, there's two sides to this. I don't stream for money. I stream for enjoyment and entertainment. People who do stream... For money, because that's their job. I mean, there's some people who that is their means to support their family, to support themselves. So they maybe do display donations. Maybe they are looking for some things, and I, I could understand where they are beneficial. It could be beneficial, but I, sometimes it just puts a little sour taste in my mouth when I see, you know, this stream goal for you know m- monthly this, you know, m- rent to survive. Things yeah, the, like that. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm indifferent on that one. There's a line you
1: can draw, draw between the two. I mean, are you, are you looking for a donation for a new headset to improve your stream? Or Are you looking for a donation for like to support your child,
0: to fix your car, to, uh, I mean, I mean anything. I mean, there, there's things outside. I, can, I can understand that. So yeah, that's a great point. Are you looking for something to better your stream? Actually, that was the very first thing that I, I did actually display that I wanted a donation for was in an Elgato, and I think I got like ten dollars towards it, and that was enough. I went out and yeah. paid the extra hundred and forty. <laughs> I was so happy! It's, oh my god, I got ten dollars! I was like, this is great. You know? it's ten dollars off in Elgato. Yeah, seriously. So, if it's towards your stream, I, I think it is okay. But once you start getting to is you know support your family or you know your your kids or what whatever, I just it, it, I'm a little it, indifferent on that.
1: It also depends on how. How many viewers you have so like you you can't say that you're a full-time streamer and you need this money to pay for child support or something if you're getting 10 viewers or something like that it's just not going to happen because then then it's making it seem like those 10 viewers that come into your stream or in your stream at all times yeah like they feel else... they feel
0: obligated exactly you put you put unnecessary pressure on on your viewers and that that i take it back to that uh the calling people out you're putting unnecessary pressure and you're 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 there for their entertainment you don't want to put that unnecessary pressure i think that's i think that's a good word to use there um so let's go ahead and do a little bit of recap uh we had a lot of do's and don'ts that we've went off more don'ts i think than do's
1: yeah Uh, probably
0: i think we went through i think we went through and more or less said the things we don't like with streaming so we may have to recap this and go with a little bit more of the things we do like uh be professional that's for one um engage that's a huge one um network properly that's that's a big one and something we didn't say that i think is probably the most important thing and we could talk a little bit on this is have fun yep you you I mean, want to you want to enjoy what
1: you're doing Don't just be in it for the money you want. You want to provide entertainment for not only your viewers, but yourself. You want to have fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, if you're having fun, your viewers are going to be having fun as well. So that that's that's a huge do have fun. That should actually be number one. If you're streaming, have fun. Also, don't don't like strain yourself out.
1: Make yourself a schedule. I mean, we can have a whole other topic on scheduling and e- even diving deeper into the streams, but, but have yourself a schedule where you can make time for personal life and your streaming life. You don't want to stream every single day and not have any time to yourself outside of the stream.
0: Agreed. 100%. I think when I first started streaming, I was putting in a lot of hours and my wife got a little mad at me and she said, well, you can't be playing video games all this <laughs> I said sorry. I uh, uh, I love you. <laughs> you know, I just kind of put on the spot there and I you know, I had to, I had to take a step back and I said, "Whoa, she's right." You know, granted it was around Call of Duty time and uh I already gave her the forewarning. Um I said come November, October 25th into November, um don't expect to see much of me because I'll be playing a lot, a lot of Call of Duty. Actually, I am doing my first 24-hour stream the night it comes out
1: whole that's all i didn't even know that
0: yeah there you go now the nation knows 24 hour streams i mean they're that's a different thing too i mean that's a whole difference i've never done one i'm i'm curious how that's going yeah you got a lot that could go into it um so again where we are going with these do's and don'ts is we want to implement the segment of a stream review now Again, we're not partnered streamers. We're not. We're we're like. I mean, Tom, you got about two hundred and some followers on Twitter. Yeah, no, nothing big. Nothing not, big. Nothing crazy. I mean, we're not like, we're not, we're not the answer. We're not. You don't listen to this podcast and say, oh well, Chief and Tommy said I need a camera. I'm gonna go buy a camera. Well, no, you technically don't. I would recommend it. This is are these are recommendations from us. Oh well, Chief and Tommy said I can't do this. Well, no, that I mean. This is our recommendations. These are our conversations that we're having. We
1: are still learning too. I mean, there's a lot that we can improve on ourselves. I mean, we we don't have a huge following, but we're we're trying. And we are on the tracks. We're on the tracks and we know the do's and don'ts.